Welcome to the Nature and Science of Work podcast. On this podcast, In a Groove, two authors challenge our thinking and working 100 years apart. An Explorer feature podcast from the Nature and Science of Work. Václav Smil and Alfred North Whitehead, writing in the 2020s and 1920s, challenge how we work and think about work, products, processes, society, and the biosphere. Part one of a two-part podcast. For the Nature and Science of Work, I'm Robert Levine. Thank you for joining us. Václav Smil, a longtime interdisciplinary researcher at the University of Manitoba, is well known for his books on energy, growth, and technology, and also for blunt, sweeping statements. In his new book, How the World Really Works, Smeal addresses the importance of work at the outset. He wants that word in the title, works, to include work, especially the physical kind. Smil points out how a shift to information-based work has affected us all, even though only a minority of humans work this way. Key segments of post-industrial workers have little contact with or knowledge of physical work or the physical production of goods as compared with services, specifically and especially the production of food. Smeal writes, quote, unlike in the industrializing cities of the 19th and early 20th centuries, jobs in modern urban areas are largely in services. Most modern urbanites are thus disconnected, not only from the ways we produce our food, but also from the ways we build our machines and devices. The proverbial best minds do not go into soil science and do not try their hand at making better cement. Instead, they are attracted to dealing with disembodied information. Their disproportionately high rewards are for work completely removed from the material realities of life on earth, unquote. This lack of awareness leads to unconstrained consumption, ignorance of constraints and costs, and trivializing the work necessary to produce and distribute food, as well as blindness about possible replacements for current means of production of food or everything else. Smill's examples of unmoored utopian thinking in these areas include, quote, solutions, unquote, such as urban high-rise agriculture and terraforming Mars, solutions whose scale and feasibility are no match for the real demands of food and production. Almost a century before Smil, 
The mathematician, logician, and educator Alfred North Whitehead wrote about the effects of training for professions and work in areas such as information, science, and technology. He called the consequences of this emerging way of training minds in a groove. Whitehead wrote, quote, this situation has its dangers. It produces minds in a groove. Each profession makes progress, but it is progress in its own groove. Now, to be mentally in a groove is to live in contemplating a given set of abstractions. The groove prevents straying across country and the abstraction abstracts from something concrete to which no further attention is paid. Unquote. From both Whitehead and Smeal, then, several points emerge about our work, its effects on us, and on the world. First, all of our work affects the world. That is the nature of work. Second, our work affects the worlds created by the products and services we produce. Third, all work creates changes. And fourth, all work affects the biosphere. Building on one of Whitehead's major contributions, that the world is made up of processes rather than objects. Objects are created and maintained by work processes. We can even say our world is created by human work processes and by those of the living beings on which our work and lives depend. Our biosphere then is created by natural and human work processes. The system in which we do our work may look disconnected from the biosphere, but it is embedded in it as surely as it cements it. Smeal emphasizes the consequences, the different effects of work processes for services and products. He says that what we do for work matters, especially whether we produce services or products. Smeal, like Whitehead, says that not only how we work, but also how we think about work matters. Our work and the work of producing services and products, our work and our thinking affect the biosphere. Smeal says it is a mistake to think that work that produces services, unquote. Instead, Smeal says, work producing products, especially food, is essential. And these products are in turn required for producing services. Our fundamental ignorance of essential work thus threatens the biosphere and renders us 
incapable of recognizing and responding to challenges in the biosphere. Whitehead offers one solution to Smale's challenge. That is to see your work, your individual work, and the work of producing services or products, to see your work as a process or processes, and to ask yourself what primary production each process relies on. The multi-authored book, Work Meets Life, about the biology of everyday living work and human work, begins, quote, work is a process or set of processes, unquote. Here's the payoff for seeing work that way. If your work is making products that you originally thought were concrete and immutable, you will come to see the products as changing, changeable, fluid, and malleable by viewing them as Whitehead did as a flow through a set of processes, work processes. If you've been around skilled metal workers, you know that what looks like a solid piece of metal to you is, in their hands, a canvas, a starting point to be cut, shaped, welded, and smoothed. So are most processes. Whitehead's view of work as a process, then, emphasizes process as essential to the product side of work because processes are all there are, at work, for work, and by work. Think of writing a draft of something, first with a pencil, then a computer. The pencil used in the process came from an actual tree, which did the work of growing, followed, as it was, by the hard, dirty, dangerous work processes of being logged, milled, and shipped. The silicon was mined, transformed into perfect crystals, then wafers. The enormous energetic and human costs, comfortably remote or removed from our view. For those whose work is producing services, the same benefits accrue as for viewing products as a set of work processes. The same benefits accrue plus this, tracing each process back to the processes that it relies on, the underlying processes, especially, essentially, those that are physically removed from your work, out of sight, that can never be out of mind, doing so quickly grounds so-called clean and green service work in the concrete realities and costs of the concrete products on which it relies. Whitehead and Smill, then, 100 years apart, believed that processes make up all of work and all of reality. 
they each, they both, saw work as becoming unmoored from underlying physical reality, and they decried the consequences. For each, these changes are crucially caused by real improvements in work and performance, those largely inevitable and often desirable. What challenges, then, does that conjunction pose for today's work, world, and biosphere? Keep seeing nature in work and work in nature. In two weeks, in part two of this podcast, we will follow Whitehead and Smeal out of the grooves to questions of how to work in the world and biosphere today. For the Nature and Science of Work podcast, I'm Robert Levine. Thank you for listening.